Hello listeners, welcome to Coffee with Kazir, where we discuss what's happening around the payment industry globally and bring a regional perspective to our audience. I'm your host, Nathan Bhatnagar, Associate Director India for the PCI Security Standards Council. Today we will be talking about PCI DSS version 4.0, a perspective from India, with our special guest, Swati Sharma, Leader, CISO Office, Amazon Pay, Dhananjay Khanna, SVP and CISO of SBI Card, and Divya John, ADP Risk and Compliance, SDFC Bank. Let's get started. India continued to witness upsurge in digital payments transaction in recent years in terms of the adoption of digitized technologies and innovations that process transaction within a matter of seconds. As we transition towards a more digital world, it is evident that the industry will continue to be a gold mine for attackers and the number of attacks will rise exponentially. Indian payment industry will need to stay ahead of attackers by having comprehensive security measures in place to keep their customer data safe with adoption of data security standards. I am glad to have today with us India's leading payment industry stakeholders with me to talk about the subject of the moment, PCI DSS version 4.0, and especially bring to our global audience perspective from India. Divya, I know SDFC Bank has been always on the forefront looking closely at PCI DSS version 4.0 and have been working on an implementation plan for adhering to PCI DSS version 4.0. Can you tell us a bit about your plan and how our listeners can benefit from your experiences with keeping in mind evolving payment forms in India and emerging technologies in focus? Good evening, all, and thank you, Nitin and PCI SSE. It's a great honor to be a part of this coffee with. PCI Council. To begin with, I would like to highlight the fact of how dramatically con- consumers have moved towards online channels during the last two years. And for that matter, companies and industries have well responded in turn. We also have witnessed a significant boost to the digitization of banking. HDFC Bank also had to refocus its offerings and have been continuously creating various enhanced digital solutions leading to technology evolvement, cloud transformations, etc. This digital transformation acceleration has also resulted in new risks. The cyber risk landscape is also evolving. When you look into the new version, PCI DSS 4.0, these new risks have been addressed very much. The standard demands stronger authentication methods, advanced encryption methodologies, And also, it has brought out the customized approach concept with the goal to address emerging threats and also allowing organization the flexibility to come up with unique ways to combat new threats to payment information. In HDFC Bank, we have a wide scope for PCI DSS, issuing services to acquiring services, settlement, all the communication channels with customers. We also have a payment gateway, we manage ATM and POS terminals, ensure third-party service providers' compliance. Hence, transition to the new standard is definitely going to be an interesting challenge. The preparation has already begun proactively by the team on all fronts. The transition period until 31st March 2024 to move from PCI 3.2.1 to 4.0 will provide the bank with time to become familiar with the changes, plan for, and phase in the new requirements. 
we have tried to have a basic understanding of the standard. We actively participate in most of the PCI Council events, attend webinars by experts. In fact, I would like to thank you, Nitin. You've been helping us with regular updates. We're also looking forward to the PCI Symposium and other trainings with the PCI Council with regards to the new standard. Although internally we are trying to place all the right pieces together, we are waiting for the formal interpretation and implementation guidelines, which we will receive from our QSA. Secondly, we also target to engage with our QSA for a preliminary assessment to be done probably in the next couple of months to understand the level of compliance of PCI 4.0 in the bank. And most importantly, you must be aware that we report to the CISO and the CISO reports directly to the MD. Hence, you can understand the seriousness of how the migration project would be closely monitored and the extent to which our efforts would be discussed at board level meetings. The immense support and the valuable time all the seniors at the bank invest on security itself is massive. So when we have such kind of commitment, involvement, and the right direction and oversight from the top, it becomes easy to put up the most effective and sustaining strategy. Swati, you and I work together in India when the subject is PCIDSS. I mean, I remember you are you as a former QSA assessing PCIDSS version 2 and 3.2.1 and have been supporting Amazon for some time now and the merchants with the PCIDSS adherence and as well as been witnessing the standard evolution. What are your impressions on new PCIDSS version 4.0 and current industry preparedness for adoption? Thank you, Nathan. And yes, we have worked together and uh, I mean, that has been wonderful time. Uh, in the industry. If I talk specifically about PCI DSS version 4.0, I think it is addressing the advanced requirements from the payment industry perspective. Payment industry has evolved a lot in last three to five years. And even the card order data flow has been same, but the method of adoption and acceptance of payment, uh, the backend technology that has evolved a lot. And I have observed that version 4.2, uh, 4.0 is more aligned with these kind of advancement uh, and it will help in addressing the security requirements of new technology and new methods which are coming in the payment industry. Uh, I have also observed that there have been more detailed clarification added. The guidelines around the scoping has been added and even for control, the justifications have been given in detail. So there has been enough subjectivity so that all type of businesses can come in a scope and they can implement same set of PCI ideas as requirements. While at the same time, I think uh, it has removed the gray areas and it has added more guidance and prescriptive uh, information so that information around the PCI ideas as controls are available and controls can be implemented with the right intent. And one thing that I have observed uh, as well that the new version is more aligned with the technological advancements and local regulatory requirements, uh, be it RBI or uh, mass in Singapore or in Middle East, there are multiple guidelines for the payment industry. I, I see more alignment uh, with the local regulatory requirements as well as the uh, security guidelines which are there with respect to PCIDS's version 4.0. So I think it's it's a good uh, initiative where industry is moving in same direction to secure the payment data in more uh, advanced way. Dhananjay, 
we have been having conversations for a while on the transition timelines to PCIDSS version 4.0 from version 3.2.1, along with the entity sync with QSS to meet the PCIDSS requirements. I would like to borrow your technical expertise around implementation of PCIDSS and talk about one of the goals we had for developing PCIDSS version 4.0, and hence validation methods and procedures. What are your impressions on PCI SSC introducing a customized approach option for version 4.0? Sure, Nathan. Thanks uh, for uh, looping me in. And uh, I think this is something which is absolutely revolutionary, which is getting introduced with version 4.0. We all know that with the current version, which is 3.2.1, the existing one, uh, the PCI DSS has included six security objectives. However, to meet these objectives, there are very specific worded requirements. It's very descriptive where PCI DSS standard talks about. And I think that's the, that's the strong point. That's the beauty of PCI DSS that it tells exactly what to do to meet those requirements till the, till the, till the version which we are currently running. In other words, the standard is extremely pres prescriptive, actually. However, with PCI DSS 4.0, in addition to the existing prescriptive methodology, requirements have been expanded with an alternative option, the customized implementation. In the customized implementation approach, it considers the intent of the objective and allows the organization to design their own security controls to meet the desired objectives. Once a like organization like us determines the security controls for the given objective, it is expected to provide a, a documentation to the QSA to make the final decision on the effectiveness of the control. While deciding it's a collaborative approach between the QSA and the organization. In case the customized implementation approach is selected for a particular requirement, the organization will need is will need to develop a customized testing and validation plan that outlines the details how the alternate approach meets the security objective of the said requirement the test plan needs to be has to be repeatable the qsa will conduct each step receive the expected output or solution and then measure the result against the stated security objective of the requirements uh, thanks, Dhananjay. Uh, this is uh, insightful. Divya, what are your impressions on the new requirements to protect against phishing attacks? Expansion of requirement number eight to implement multi-factor authentication for all access uh, into the cardholder data environment, increased password length, and two new e-commerce requirements to address the e-commerce ischemic attacks. HDFC Bank is already compliant to ISO 27001, ISO 22301, and bank being a regulated entity, we need to adhere to cybersecurity circular issued by RBI and also the other guidelines which keep coming time to time, including DPSC being the most recent one. The concepts and the intent of all these frameworks generally remain the same. Whether it is protecting against phishing attacks, having MFA, these basic fundamentals are already there as part of these frameworks. And also, it is there in PCI 3.2.1 in some restricted form. And bank has already implemented the, them uh, maybe even a little more than what the standard 3.2.1 requires to be future-proof to a limited extent. So the job is to recalibrate 
the existing controls against what the new PCI requirement states. Changing the length of the passport has been there around, the minimum being eight, the maximum varies from system to system, depending on the appetite of the organization and also on customer convenience. Since it has become a new requirement now in version 4.0, we will have to do the necessary changes by involving key stakeholders from business, technology, product, and so on. And the new two e-commerce requirements against skimming, the standard has a very clear objective to protect payment applications against code injection and web skimming attacks. With the evolving payments heavily relying on digital means, the standard is trying to strengthen the security of each layer of the OSI model, wherever it feels may be vulnerable. Look, what I understand is PCI DSS 4.0 has become more granular when, compa when compared to the previous version. It is trying to build a common baseline for all the participating organizations in payment ecosystem to adhere to. The approach how to tackle can be different, but the goal will remain the same. Swati and Dhananjay, as our time is almost up, I would like to have your impression on new tool introduced in PCIDSS version 4.0, the targeted risk analysis. Swati, Dhananjay, how do you see the companies working with the target risk analysis to support the adherence of PCIDSS version 4.0? And then I think uh, one thing that I would like to add is that uh, the new requirements which have been added in version, uh, I mean, new version, version 4.0, entities are still evaluating, understanding, digesting that information, and they are in the process of doing gap assessment. So, but just by the reading of it, I think it provides a great opportunity uh, for the entities to identify unique risks which are associated uh, in their business, the type of data, environment type, and what kind of additional security objectives they can have. The targeted risk analysis can also help in addressing the risk, which is a kind of evolving uh, risk. I mean, for the example, if I talk about the evolving malwares, which are covered in requirement five, as well as the access related risk, which are covered as per PCIDSS requirement seven. What will be the actual benefit? I think it will take some time to realize that benefit. However, the risk assessment has been part of the earlier version of PCIDSS as well. There has been a dedicated requirement of risk assessment in requirement 12. But I think adding that in the specific requirements outside requirement 12 as well, I think it will help in covering the requirements which are related with those specific domain or objective areas. So it will definitely add a lot of opportunity for the organization to uh, customize the control as per their need and requirement. Nitin, uh, for me, this is again something related to the customized approach, which we talked before. Uh, as I understand, as per the PCI DSS 4.0, the risk analysis is a must to be completed for any requirement where an entity like us uses customized approach, actually. And the targeted risk analysis will be required to determine how often certain things must occur for the customer. So if somebody is taking a customized approach, how often that activity has to be performed during a particular cycle. I think that's something which will be important from a risk analysis perspective. I think that's what the targeted risk analysis is all about. I just want to add one more point that 
the risk analysis which is added right it is it is not to downgrade the security control or to eliminate the security control requirements i mean if you compare it with other standards there are ways that you can do risk analysis and if you feel that certain security control is not required you'll not implement it but in tci dss i think that that is not the objective of targeted risk analysis the objective is that if there is a additional risk beyond the security control which is uh, written in the requirement additional risk should be addressed and those controls should be customized to cover that additional risk so i think that is a important point that we all need to note and understand when we are talking about this targeted risk analysis and pci dss version 4.0 that i'm really past fast this has been one of the most engaging conversations i had in past few months to end a reminder to all our listeners that today's guests are all active stakeholders from india working with pcssc divya swati and nananje if you all can summarize in a sentence what this means for you and your company what you can say so in continuation to meet the security needs of payment industry like i said earlier pci dss 4.0 has induced flexibility in implementing controls it has become more outcome based having additional methodologies to achieve security there is a lot of excitement since the release and we are all geared up for timely achievement of compliance i think nathan pcssc has created a common uh, forum which is helping in uh, connecting with other payment industry players and sharing the pci compliance knowledge and experience uh, amazon have been part of uh, has been part of the uh, global uh, organizations within pcssc for example uh, board of advisor we have been uh listed there as participant organization as well but if i specifically talk about the india forums i think it is creating a lot of awareness and it is giving a lot of opportunity for the local players to come and connect with global pci issues and it is creating a sync between regional and global uh, pci requirements i think one important role that pcssc is playing here is that it is Uh, creating a kind of knowledge base and experience within pci and it is helping individuals in gaining the relevant skills for example uh, iss and pcip recently i have uh, completed my pcisa and uh, i have seen lot of value in these trainings and these gives lot of credibility for the individuals who are working in the payment industry data security has been always and utmost priority for sbi cards we have always looked up to global community and contribute to global data security standard development with having our feedback contributed from regional perspective besides the opportunity of contributing to the improvement of standards getting advanced resources and awareness on recent risk in payment world Uh, i would say periodic advisories nitin thank you very much really appreciate the inputs you give from time to time the advisories which you share really appreciate it is a marvelous opportunity to be part of a global community full of industry leaders and like interacting with peers like swati and others i think that's absolutely a, a pleasure being part of the initiative thank you very much So before we wrap up uh, since you are on the coffee with consul we like to ask our guest how they take their coffee or if you're not a coffee drinker what do you prefer instead divya we can start with you 
Oh, I love coffee, but I rarely have it at home. Coffee is one the good reason for me to take breaks at work and do a little bit of extra networking. Yeah, it really works. I think I'm a desi person, Nitin, and uh, you know me for a long time. Uh, I prefer chai over everything else. Uh, but if I have to go for coffee option, I go with black coffee, and not just because of taste. I like it because of health reasons. But if I'm not talk, I mean, thinking about health, I'll go with chai all the time. The desi chai with lot of ginger and masalas added. Yeah, I'm a diehard. coffee drinker nitin uh, i think i only like drink coffee that's the only drink i have uh, in my entire life and uh, i always i have one coffee a day that's the resolution i have so i only take one coffee a day but a coffee a day absolutely a must for me to start my day absolutely devya swati dhananjay so i think it also helps me adding to my preference so i love coffee so i'm a core coffee lover of uh, uh, cappuccino so if i'm going out working sitting in a cafe coffee day or probably starbucks so i think uh, cappuccino is what that i prefer and uh, sometimes black coffee so so that's being a health conscious thank you for joining me on coffee with tonsil it has been pleasure having you all Thank you once again, Nathan and PCISSE. It has been a very interesting and informative session. I had a great time interacting with you, Swati and Dharanjay. Thank you all. Thank you so much, Nathan, for bringing us on the common platform. Thanks, uh, uh, Divya, and thanks, Dharanjay, for sharing the great insight about the different verticals within payment industry. and thanks pcssc for creating these kind of engagements and common forums where we can share our views and share the common thoughts thanks nitin thanks ssc uh, for bringing us together it's indeed a very engaging conversation i think uh, thoroughly enjoying being part of the same and thanks swati and divya for sharing some insight and uh, sharing the platform with me so really appreciate Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you all.